Hi everyone, it's Amy. Unfortunately, Lexi's not able to record with me today for reasons that I will go into. But anyway, we wanted to just kind of let you guys know about different things that are going on right now. So, season three obviously did not go all that well. <laughs> um, for many, many, many reasons that we weren't really able to divulge in in the moment. But now, time has passed and now we're finally starting to settle. Anywho, so... July is about when shit started to hit the fan. <laughs> um, let's see. Rewinding back a little further to when I moved across country to New Mexico from Indiana. My husband and I obviously had to try and find housing online from over... 1800 miles away from where it was that we were wanting to live and we had no idea about the area and all of that fun stuff so we found a house and the landlord um like we didn't know at the time but we found out quite literally right after we moved in that the landlord is different. I don't really know how else to explain it. <laughs> um, overbearing, I suppose, is a word that I would use to uh, describe them. I've never had a landlord, like, basically hover over me the entire time that I lived there. I lived there for a year, and I never actually felt comfortable living there because even though they didn't live like by me they constantly had people driving by and, or they would do drive-bys to have a look-see just spying on us for no reason we never gave them any reason I never paid rent late when they would stop by at the house the house was always clean I'm not showroom clean but it's homey and it's, you know, sometimes could be a little cluttered. I have kids. Anywho, we were honestly not even supposed to be in that house for as long as we were. When we moved in, they informed us of another house that we would be able to move into once they finished doing what they needed to do in that. And it was only supposed to be like a couple of months that we were going to be in the house that we were in and we ended up being in that house for a year like for whatever reason something always kept happening to where we wouldn't be able to move into the other house um and I remember it was about April that I had talked to them about the other house just being like hey our our rent is going or our lease is supposed to be up at this house you know in June and are are we still going to be able to move into the other house when the lease is up and they said that they didn't see any reason why 
They've said everything should be done and ready to go for us to be in there by the time that our one-year lease was up at that house. So then fast forward to our lease is up. And I still hadn't said anything. Our, our lease was up in June, so I talked to them about it in April. And then in June, our lease was up. And I still hadn't heard anything about us being able to move into the other house. So then I asked them in June, what's going on now that our lease is up here? Like, well, what's the plan? And they said that since our lease was up in that house that we were just going to be living at a month-to-month basis and I'm like all right so we paid June no problems we paid July and well I didn't think that there was any problems but then once we paid our rent for July like a week or two later I get an email and they were sending a sending us a um what was it termination of lease by landlord that's what it was basically saying that we have until you know we had they gave us six weeks notice telling us that we were going to have to vacate the premises or else they were going to call the cops and so I get the email and I'm immediately freaking out (laughs) I have two children and um, I have no money for deposits or anything at this point because this has basically been sprung upon me for absolutely no reason. So I call my landlord and they don't answer me for like two days. You know, I, I called them, I texted them, I left a voicemail saying, hey, can we just like get some clarification as to what is going on here. Finally, after three days of me losing sleep and and not being able to eat and just being stressed out, they called me back and informed me that it was just because they didn't like having month-to-month tenants that they have been burned in the past, and so they just don't like doing month-to-month stuff. And I was like, oh, well, that's fine, you know, like, um, I don't really know what that means exactly, but, um, so during this conversation that I had with the landlord, they told me, look around, see if there's anywhere else that I might end up wanting to move to for the six weeks, but then once it comes closer to the six weeks being done, and if I don't find anything or if I want to stay, to let them know and we can renew the lease. Okay, so I do kind of look around just to see if there is something else because I'm not exactly really wanting to stay with this landlord. But if I can't find anything, then I'm I'm put at ease knowing that I still have a home for my children. <sighs> I did come close to being able to find us something like two times. I came very close. But unfortunately, I do live in um, a military town. There's a very big Air Force base r- right next, well, in, in this town, I suppose is even though it's technically its own town, I guess, but it's still in town. (laughs) Anyway, so it is hard to find housing here for many different reasons, not just the military, but it is one of the reasons. 
this also drove up like rent prices and and it just makes it really hard for people to be able to find housing for different reasons so like I said, I did, I, I found two places that like I was almost able to get, but there's just one reason or another that I wasn't able to get those. So it was a week before um, the date that they had listed that we were supposed to be out. And so I called them and I said, hey, I'm, I looked around and I tried to find something and I did come really close, but I wasn't able to find anything. So I would like to just go ahead and renew the lease here. And then they said, well, I don't want to renew the lease with you. And I was like, I'm sorry, like when I talked to you, you said this. And so then I discovered that I needed to start recording conversations with them because it was just, I, I was constantly having issues with them the entire time that we were living there for one reason or another, but it had to do with them saying one thing over the phone and then saying another thing in person. So lesson learned there. Also, New Mexico is a one-party state, so the person on the other end does not need to know that they are being recorded. Now I have the thing that I have an app. I found an app that can record my phone calls. <laughs> and check that off in the lesson learned column. Anyway, so then I asked them if they were if they weren't okay with us you know, renewing the lease, would they be okay with us just staying just a little bit longer until we can find somewhere to go? And they gave us two weeks to figure it out. Fuck. (laughs) So, luckily, I have a fantastic friend that also has a family and had some extra space in their home and they took us in. So we were able to stay with them for two months until we were able to find somewhere to go. And that brought us to November. Um, And so we moved into our new house at the beginning of November, right before the holidays. And then it was my daughter's birthday and Thanksgiving and then it was Christmas and then it was New Year's and then it was my birthday and then it was my husband's birthday and there was just so much going on. So here we are, it's the end of February and I'm finally able to unpack the rest of my boxes. <laughs> oh, so... That's what I've been dealing with. Oh, oh, actually. So, right after the beginning of the new year, my daughter caught COVID from somebody at school. Um, So, she brought it home and... Then my other daughter got COVID, and then I got COVID, and then my husband got COVID. (laughs) Um, That was a nightmare. (laughs) But you know what? The only person that really got sick from it was me, um... My both of my kiddos had a fever for like a day and it wasn't even high, it was a low fever. 
And I had a fever of 103 to 104 for three days. It was almost four days. The, the fever broke on the fourth day. And I lost my taste. And I lost my smell. And I lost 10 pounds, which was fantastic. Um, but it was awful. And the thing that they don't tell you about with with COVID is the fucking restless leg syndrome that comes with it. I had no idea and it was honestly worse than having the fever. So when I had the fever, I had um I had this really 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 awful mic like it was like so much pressure in my head and it just it made me like it was it was just <sighs> I was miserable with the headache and the fever but I was fine, you know. Um, it was the restless legs that was the worst. I had restless legs for like three days after my fever broke. And I couldn't, I couldn't sit down. I couldn't get comfortable because it hurt so bad. It was like almost like burning. Like my legs burned. Like my legs were on fire. And the only time that I was comfortable was with I was up walking around, which I had no fucking stamina to be able to stand up because I was just so I couldn't eat. I I was just so I had no stamina, nothing. But the only time that I was comfortable was when I was walking around. So I'd be just like standing, leaning against the wall, like super lightheaded and just trying to walk up and down my hallway just so that way. I could like work my legs up a little bit. And uh that was three days of torture. <laughs> it was it was the worst. <laughs> so it was that was not a fun time. So that's what I've been dealing with on my end. Um without divulging too much of Alexi's personal information because she's not here to say it herself. Um, she's also been dealing with a lot of things while well, I've also been dealing with a lot of things. So it's just been a lot of existential crises <laughs> that we've just been dealing with. And, you know, like we're just trying to sit there and just bat away all of the stuff just so we can hopefully get back to a a normal life again not that life is normal but you know what i mean like the regular dumpster fires that we're constantly having to put out you know just the little ones not these crazy whole ass dumpster fires that is just too much because i mean we both have kids and obviously kids rely on stability and all of that and all of this stress that we've been having to deal with is not been making it easy on the kiddos so Lexi is not able to record with me today because she her laptop crapped out on her. <laughs> so she's in the process of trying to get that handled. Um, Lexi also unfortunately got into a car crash um, on my birthday. 
<laughs> and the her sons were in the car with her. They are fine. Um, they did end up riding in an ambulance and having to go to the hospital and get x-rays and stuff done. Um, Lexi did get a concussion and some whiplash. And her car did get totaled. Um, they were involved in a head-on collision. A car ran into them. So... Lexi's dealing with a lot of things when it comes to all of that right now. Um, and then the whole laptop situation is obviously kind of causing an issue. How She doesn't have anything to record with, so she can't record. So these are just different reasons as to why we haven't been able to um, record. We do have some good news, though. Our podcast network, the Titan Cast Network that we've been with for um, basically since the beginning of the podcast. It has been a while. Anyway, they, um, our network, has decided to merge with another network. So, therefore, we have gotten a sponsorship. Our um, Our podcast network is now going to be hosting over on Podbean. So yay, new sponsor. You guys aren't going to notice any difference, hopefully. Um, It just means that on our end, we're going to be moving our podcast from one host that we were using to another, which doesn't really do anything except for it just makes us lose all of our stats and we'll basically be starting over. Um, but we're still going to be everywhere. Like you guys aren't going to notice at all, (laughs) but I do want to announce that we did hit 10,000 downloads, even though we haven't released anything new since September. We've still been getting listens, which is fantastic. And we love that. And, um, we hit 10,000 downloads, which is so cool. Lexi and I like did a super happy dance. And we're just super excited. We just want to say thank you to everybody that's listening to us. If there are you, if there are some of you that have been listening from the very beginning, then we love you. If there are people that are just now listening, we love you too. We love all of our listeners. And we just want to tell you that we are still here. And we're going to be working on making sure to, um, once once Lexi gets the whole laptop situation figured out, we're going to be able to start recording again. And that should be soon. So if you guys want to start sending in your stories, please do send them to Confessions of Retail, all the tea at gmail.com so we can read your stories on the podcast anonymously if you want or we can say what you know we say whatever you want us to say um if you want to send us like audio messages for us to play on the podcast you can send that to us through our messenger on either Facebook or Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. It's the Confessions of Retail podcast. It's the same for Instagram. So hopefully you guys will be hearing another either update from me or you guys will be hearing an episode really soon. All right.
Love you, bye. And remember, pinkies out, bitches.